Well, testing, testing fiasco, record number of deaths, new wave of coronavirus in Japan. Captain Tom raises five more waves in the next year. Three more weeks of lockdown. Coronavirus is found in the Maldives. Captain Tom raises 18 million. A 30% drop in the economy, the highest unemployment rate, no PPE. Captain Tom raises over 25 million. In breakthrough can take months. Schools go back in 2021. I'm only kidding, that's not in the news. 88 deaths, the highest. Yeah. Captain Tom knocks Vera Lynn off the number one spot on iTunes. Stay home, protect the NHS and stay, save lives. Well, thank goodness for Captain Tom because the news headlines are pretty dismal. We are fighting an unseen enemy and one that looks way more powerful than we are. Impossible to overcome, instilling fear, despair in all of us at different times. And many more people than usual are crying out to God in prayer. In the week uh, on the 18th of April, there was this little snip, uh, snip of an article that says, Google searches for the word prayer have skyrocketed during COVID-19 pandemic. Last month, they doubled with every 80,000 registered new cases of virus globally recorded, um, according to the University of Copenhagen. I was in Marks and Spencers a couple of weeks ago, and I tend to wear my collar when I go out uh, either to the shops, which I haven't done very often, um, or to the park for my walk. Um, I must admit that I'm much bolder uh, to, in having conversations when I've got my collar on. Um, and it has actually opened up many conversations and opportunities to pray for complete strangers. Um, and on this day in Marks and Spencer, an elderly, elderly lady came up to me, keeping her distance, and said, I think you should have a word with your boss to sort this. Um, and we had a little chat where I did try to explain that she has as much influence with my boss as I do. Um, but in the end, I ended up in the middle of Marks and Spencer. And when I opened my eyes, I noticed that a whole lot of people had stopped um, and were praying with us. And I remember thinking in that moment, yes, Lord, just meet them where they're at, even if it's in Marks and Spencer. In our dispersed and scattered times where we can't gather, where we can't go to church to worship together, um, we all long for Jesus to meet us where we are in our lockdown status. And there are three accounts in John's gospel of Jesus appearing to his disciples after that Easter Sunday morning. Um, but he does meet them each. Uh, each uh, encounter is in a different way. And that first time, the disciples were hiding in fear of the Jewish leaders. I mean, look what they'd just done to Jesus. And so effectively, they were in lockdown, sitting in fear, not knowing what their future brought, and wondering how they were going to get to Galilee safely on the instruction of Jesus. And then, through locked doors, Jesus appears in the middle. Peace be with you. Now, I'm not entirely sure that would have allayed their fears at that point in time. But once he showed them his wounds, they knew it was their Lord's. And in that space, meeting them where they're at, he reassures them and he commissions them 
by filling them with the Holy Spirit, which gives them every power that Jesus himself has. Where we're at, maybe through scripture as we read it or recollect it at times, maybe it's through listening to talks, joining the online service, listening to podcasts, or maybe it's shared by someone in conversation or a note through the door. Those times that we hear the words we need to hear in the right moment, words that encourage you, that will still you, that spur you on and give you hope. Right there, Jesus is meeting you where you're at. In the second instance, he meets us through an experience or an encounter with him. Now, poor Thomas wasn't in that room, um, that first encounter. Um, he'd missed out. Maybe he was on the delegated shopping duty or something. Um, but he was the one that needed proof. He was always asking for more clarification. And how often have we had those moments, not only in lockdown, but in our lives, where we've doubted, wondered where he is, or maybe even when something happens, maybe talk ourselves out of it being God and just coincidence. Well, here, Jesus again enters through the walls, uh, but he's not recognized again until he says to Thomas, put your fingers here. Touch here. A tangible presence. Those times when we encounter Jesus and there is absolutely no doubt that we've met with him. Shane Taylor, who was uh, labeled one of uh, UK's Brit uh, or Britain's most dangerous criminals, um, cried out to God in his literal lockdown in prison. God, if you're real, then come to me now. And he had a powerful encounter of Jesus that he goes around from prison to prison sharing. And it had such an impact on him that he could probably never express in words. Um, and most times he tries to express it, he cries anyway. Um, but he is completely changed by that encounter. The man of peace. Um, he is the most loving, kind man. He stopped taking drugs. Um, and if ever you meet him, you just want to hug him. Through an Jesus met him where he was at in that prison cell. And he can meet us wherever we're at through an encounter. And then lastly, Jesus meets us through the acts and miracles uh, that he does. His last appearance um, was when the disciples actually got to Galilee and Peter being one of those disciples who didn't know what to do if he wasn't doing something, decides they'll go and do what they know and they'll go fishing. Um, but through the night, they caught no fish um, and they see a stranger. Again, Jesus wasn't recognized in the moment. And the stranger says, put your nets on the other side. Well, who is this man that would recommend that? They know how to fish after all. And as they do, as Jesus meets them where they're at in their everyday work, in everything that they know, and they put their, their nets in, there's such a large haul of fish that it's unexplainable. There's those moments in our lives when people have prayed and they've seen legs grow. People are terminally ill, um, are healed. A check of the exact amount of money that people need is posted through the door by some stranger. And it may be smaller acts, 
It may be when people are desperate and the phone rings and someone's there to talk. Or just these small things that you recognize it couldn't have happened if it wasn't God. That's when you know Jesus has met you where you're at. And I don't know where you are a month into lockdown. And I guess it's a roller coaster of fear, despair, joy, anger, loneliness, delight, and hope. I don't know where you need the Lord to meet you today. But what I do know is Jesus is the same Jesus whose body took those grave clothes and cast them aside. The grave clothes could not contain him. And they won't contain him today as he comes to meet you where you're at. And like the disciples, you may not easily recognize him. You may not even notice that it's him until you look back and can point a finger and say, the Lord met me in that moment through words, through an encounter, through acts. He will always come through. So as we face this unknown enemy, all locked down together, and these uncertain times, as we effectively fight a battle, then hear these words of Deuteronomy 20. When you go to war against your enemies and see horses and chariots and an army greater than yours, do not be afraid of them, because the Lord your God who brought you out of Egypt will be with you. Do not be faint-hearted or afraid. Do not panic or be terrified by them. For the Lord your God is the one who goes with you. He fights for you against your enemies to give you the victory. Jesus is with you. You are at every single day. Know that to be true. Notice him through the words, through the encounters and through the acts. And then you too can cry out like Thomas when you recognize it's him and say, my Lord and my God. Amen.